Welcome to Women's Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. Hello and welcome to another amazing episode of the Women Thrive Podcast. My name is Romanda and I'll be your host for today's interview with one of our amazing guests. Today you're in for a treat because I am interviewing one of our authors of the Women Thrive book that's coming out 2nd of November and I'm really excited to introduce you to Christelle Pillot. Hello Christelle, how are you? I'm fine, thank you very much. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm excited about this conversation. I think a lot of women will want to stick around for this topic. And I'll tell you a little bit what it's about that we're talking about today. Christelle, where are you joining us from, first of all? Germany, Frankfurt. But if you can hear my accent, I'm French, just for you to know. (laughs) (laughs) We'll explore a lot more about your story that you got to share at the Women Thrive book. But today we're talking about how to move from being stuck and burnt out to building a life on your own terms. So really how to find your life's purpose to get back to freedom. And so Christelle is a founder of Freedom Catcher Academy, and she is a career consultant who helps female entrepreneurs who are frustrated with their current jobs and they want to find that better work-life balance a new career direction as well as life's purpose. Her speciality is helping women find their purpose through potential analysis, career optimization, and team building at home. And just before we got onto this podcast, I was quizzing Christelle a little bit more, and she said that it is all about building freedom and having that not necessarily having that chaos. And she's like, I have children at home and there's a chaos in my house, but actually it's an organized chaos that feels good to me. And this is what I want every woman to experience that she can build life on her own terms. So Christelle, I'm excited to have you here for this conversation because I believe that a lot of women needs this right now. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I love your introduction. It's exactly that. So it's really like building our life in our own term. And I have seen that, like I am French, but my husband is German. We live in Germany and between France and Germany. So we see family and the role of a woman completely differently. We don't have the same standards. And for us, for me, but for him as well, it was really like finding our own way of living our life with our three children. Yeah. I think it's so important to explore those dynamics of being a woman who is successful, who you've had a successful career prior to what you do today, but also those expectations at home. And now we're talking about, okay, building life on your own terms, but how do we do that in an environment that perhaps expects us to play a role? So for me, it was easy to be honest, because as I said, so Germany and France are completely different. So 
I, at that time I was engineer and I work for a French company in Germany. And so my clients and my, some of my partners were in Germany and my colleagues were in France. And every time I had a new baby, so I took like between like one year, yeah, like one year time in order to have the baby and to do my stuff and then to go back to work. And the French company or my colleagues, they were always like, wow, you gave you time. So you are kind of lazy because in France, usually we, you go back to work after two months. And in Germany, it was the contrary. It was like, you cannot go back to work. It's not okay. So when you have children and when you have definitely more than one children, a mom should stay at home. And I can remember like one of my partner told me once, like a woman is not half pregnant, so she cannot be half mother. She has to stay at home. It's her place there. I was like, really? And then whatever I wanted to do, it was wrong. It was wrong for the French community. It was wrong for the German community. I was like, okay, whatsoever. So I'm going to do my thing because I'm not going to be able to content everyone. So it was giving me freedom to do exactly what I wanted to do. And the point is that with my husband, we were okay. He doesn't want me to, to stay at home. I didn't want to stay at home. So we both knew that I would continue to work full time. So it was clear that I didn't want to uh, sacrifice my career for my family. And I don't know, for me, it was clear that it's possible to do both. So I it never crossed my mind that it was not possible. So the question, if it's possible to have both, it's always like, I'm always amazed that this question is still present. And in Germany, this question is very present. In France, this question is very less present, almost not existent. Interesting. Tell me a little bit more about your story. I mean, I know you share your beautiful story in the Women Thrive book about this whole transition, if you like, in your career and motherhood. Tell us a little bit more behind the scenes of how you got to do what you do today. I was engineer. I came in Germany because of my job. Can you call it engineer? But to be honest, it's not really something that I consciously decided. So it just happened that I was good at school or good enough. And I wanted to do some other things like psychology. I always have been very interested with psychology and I have always been in like this coaching area, having a lot of coaching even. So it started with age of six or seven. And I found that really energizing. So like this energy was like, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I don't know, like 25 years ago, it was psychology was something cool a little bit. (laughs) And I come more from a technical family. So yeah, at some point that it's, there is no future there. So you should go where there is jobs. So engineering seems to be kind of good. So somehow I happened to be an engineer, but I never really wanted to be one. So it was good as long as I could continue to grow and could continue. I always had a lot of freedom kind of because my company was in France and I was remote in Germany. I started to be remote in Germany with 23. I never really had been in a, like on a desk and with open space or with the other colleagues. I always have been traveling. 
So as long as I could travel and, and grow, understand myself more and learn, it was okay. But at some point I couldn't really grow anymore and it was always more complicated to, yeah, to have everything under the hood, like my family and my job. And this question always keeping me like, why I am doing that? What is the purpose of all that? And I believe that a lot of us, we think that it's not possible to have everything like family and a job because it's really demanding. It is definitely, and you have to be very organized and so on. But if you decide what kind of activity you do, you have the energy, you get the energy, and then you can do all that. But if you don't know exactly why you do it, if you don't like what you do, you don't have the energy to do everything. And at that moment, you think it's not possible to do everything. It's the wrong conclusion. The right conclusion is you can do everything if you do the right thing. So what energizes you? And then it's exactly what you said before. So you have another kind of chaos. But this one is so energizing that you manage to do that. So I don't sleep a lot this night, but it's fine. I can remember as an engineer, every time I had to travel and to, to wake up at three o'clock to, to go and prepare a machine and so on, I felt so tired. But it's just because the activity itself wasn't so really interesting. Yeah. So how did you find your new direction in life? This Freedom Catcher Academy, it's, we spoke about it before it came on. I was like, that is such a beautiful word, Freedom Catcher. I think for someone who may be feeling stuck right now in their job or their career, feeling burnt out, feeling like they can't really carry on on the same road anymore. How did you find your purpose with Freedom Catcher and what it is? For me, because I have been in the personal development all my life, it was clear that it was something to do with that. So the question of becoming a coach was clear. However, there is ton of different kind of coaches, right? So, and that was very, very difficult to find out. So what kind of coaching I wanted to, to address and I am a lot into mindfulness, emotional intelligence. So I started with that. So I had my first meditation with eight years old. I don't know how to live without meditation. I don't know. It feels so not possible in, in, in when you have this life crisis. So for me, meditation is really like something that I catch and I, I stick with that. So I started and I wanted my children. So at that time, my biggest son was five and I wanted him to be able to meditate and to understand what's going on inside. So I started with that, with helping children to meditate because nobody could do that at that moment. So I started with that. And then I have seen that it's great to help children, but it's really better to help the parents because a five years old, if a five years old is stressed out, is not acting the way we want, usually it's because the environment is not supporting something. And the best person capable of supporting their environment is the parents because the parents, they are always there and they are there in the right moments. They are there when the children goes to bed and so on. 
So I started to, to, to help the parents, to help the, mo- the mother, uh, to help them to be clear about their own behavior, to help them to communicate better, to help them to relax the children, to, to, and to build a family, a resilient family, to build a team at home. It's how it started. And, and my goal is always was if a mother feels good in her life, if she is in her power, then she can give this power to her children because children, they don't necessarily do what we say. They definitely do what they see and how we act and interact. So we cannot really fake it. So we have to be it. That's the problem. (laughs) So when we want to give values to our children, so it's best to be these values. So it started with helping mother to see who they are, to see their values, to, to be ready to, to feel them and to be more powerful. And the job is definitely one part of it. So I moved to how to help women to change career because I think I have done the most drastic career change that we can ever do, like being an employee as an engineer and then moving to build my own business in coaching in a foreign country with three small children and my husband not really supporting my new project. So, and it was possible and I did it. So... That's why it's okay. I want to help women doing exactly the same, to be in their power, to have the impact for their own life. And then they will distill that. They will give that in the life of their children without even putting any energy. It's going to happen just like that. And just like that. I love that. I love that. When I believe that when women find their purpose and they really live in alignment of what they are meant to do on this earth, I said, everything becomes so much easier. Things start to fall into place. We're happier. Then we're able to give others what they need. But if we don't give what we need ourselves, we're not really serving ourselves first. And we talked a little bit about, before we came on, about this concept of people feeling that it's selfish to look after themselves or give themselves the freedom first and they feel like they have to work hard they have to provide for their family they have to give the family everything and then they end up burning themselves out so tell me a little bit more about how can we not feel that or feel like we can have it all and not feel Mm. so selfish i can remember as i uh, signed up for my coaching certification a friend of mine she signed up at the same time and two weeks after that, she resilience. She said, no, 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 I cannot do that because we need a new couch. And I was like, okay, so you decide to, for the family, they had already a couch, but they just wanted to have a new, a new one. And so, and it was like, okay, you just, like it was a two years uh, certification in, in learning and growth. You just put that away for a couch. And what are going to have your children about that? I mean, a child, children, they don't really care. They are going anyway to jump on it. So it's better to, to order the old one. 
And in that moment, I told myself, I'm not going to buy a new couch for my family. I'm going to buy a new mom. So, I mean, I'm going to invest in myself because they are going to have another quality of being a mom because at that moment, I definitely wasn't the mom that I wanted to be. And during these two years I involved and I became the, the person that I always already was, but it was just stuck somehow. So I just liberate that. And I have seen that I changed the whole dynamic of my family. I changed the way I just was able to spend more time on my old couch. <laughs> but so with the new couch, I wouldn't have been able to really have this quality time and to give the lesson that I wanted to give to my children. So sometimes you just look at your priorities, look at what it is, what you really want to give. Is it really just a couch or is it like life lessons or is it love, pure love? And that's not a couch. A couch is not love. (laughs) So... Uh, for me, it was like the first lessons. Yeah. Oh, okay. My God. So it can be so easy. And I know that I had to do like difficult choices, but again, so if you believe that you're worth it, so it gives like, it gives the same messages to your children. So I know that my children now, they develop in some ways that they understood that I put so much energy into it and I discuss, I explain them why and so on. So they just take the same path. And they look at what they are enthusiastic about, where they feel the energy and they just try to be good at what they love to do. And in my past life, if I would have stood there, so I would have said, okay, you know what, whatever you do, stay where you are stuck. The most important thing is the money coming home. But the rest is not really interesting or important. So that would have been my, my message to them. So what I want women to understand is that when they transform themselves, when they invest in themselves, because they are the kind of the center of the family, it's exactly like pouring this new knowledge into the family. They are the channel of it. So it's not selfish at all. It's exactly the contrary. We should all do that. So like improve ourselves because mom, we are kind of the center of everything. If we are a better, stronger center, then it's good. So the, the, the children and the husband and, and, and all our environments going to have a better quality of what we can give. We are going to be able to give more. Yeah, I totally agree, I think. It's so powerful to have that self-empowerment because if we don't allow ourselves that, there is that danger of your job draining you, your community is asking you too much, your husband needing this, your children needing this. And we just deplete ourselves and the whole process. And I know so many women who have put themselves last for so many years. Because yeah, they, they feel, feel alone usually. Yeah. So I know so many women feeling alone in their own family and feeling as well that it's not right because they have the impression to give so much but to have nothing in return because nobody really asks them, how are you doing? Don't really care. But there is this like, they, they are like transparent. Yeah, it's, it's a pity. It's time to claim your freedom yes. back. <laughs> Definitely. 
And in my case, I, I'm kind of sure that I wouldn't be with my husband. So I would have seen in my job, I wouldn't be with my husband anymore. So all what I put in myself, I am, I'm really like 100% convinced that it was, it saved my family. It saved, it, it gave so much. I do believe that my life would be completely different now and not in a be better version of it. Yeah. Can you imagine that decision to put yourself first, to work on yourself and not allow necessarily the life that you knew before be the continuation that perhaps you realize that this was not the right road and it's not going to give you everything you needed. And I think sometimes we need that reality check in our own lives, right? Just like, hold on, like, what am I doing? I'm not happy. Yeah, I have so many clients coming back to me. Oh, like sometimes so they come to me, we have first discussion and they're okay. And then they come back to me, maybe like three months later and then say, okay, I just quit my job because I completely burned now. So like three months before that, it was still okay-ish. And then three months later, so they have been in the return point. Okay, I am burned. I quit my job or I have seen, I went to the doctor and I am sick. There was like two women like this week. It was exactly that. I have seen that I'm sick and my health is more important than my job. But at that moment, so they have to like, really like a wake up call. You know, you don't have to wait for that. If you feel that inclination, like something needs to change, you don't have to wait till that burnout point, till the end of the road, till when everything, the wheels come off and now you're like, your health has given in because you didn't prioritize yourself. It doesn't need to happen that way. So I encourage you to get booked with Christelle to have a chat with her if you feel like, okay, I am at that verge of needing to make that transition or else things will go. Christelle, how do people get in touch with you? Best way is to, so I have my website, which is my name, christelpilo.com. So really easy, but you can find me on, as well on Instagram. I post very regularly and LinkedIn. I love this platform. Too. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Amazing. And Chriselle, you are part of the Women Through Our book. Tell me, how was your experience? What are you excited about? Why people should get it? <laughs> <laughs> it was a very cool experience. So we, as we discussed the first time, it was kind of like an inspiration, like, okay, we have to discuss together. I wasn't sure that I could write anything really and in English on top of that. And the journey was, the ladies are great. It was a lot of discovery. For me, my story was kind of clear. So it was not so painful to write it down. However, now I think it's going to be a little bit more scary. <laughs> Because it's going to to be out. My husband doesn't want to read it. So he told me, I told him like two weeks ago, yeah, I just, so I wrote something about me, but you are a part of it. So and he told me, mm -mm, don't want to read it, which is fine. It's really okay. 
And then, yeah, it's like having the, I'm really, that my clients really, so I'm so open with my clients and no problem with that. But like the family, like my parents, when they are going to see it and to read it. So, oh my God, I wasn't there. I couldn't really save her from this moment, even if I spoke a bit about it, but never so deeply. So the the writing part was just really great, but there is an after. And I believe that the after, the journey after the publishing and next month is going to be just crazy and to see each other and to hug each other, it's going to be great. And then to continue to be in this energy and to share as much as possible. I really love the stories of the book. I'm really amazed about all the stories. They are, wow. (laughs) And at the end, the idea is not to brag, but it's really to understand that we all have our struggle. It's how we, what we make with it. And what you said at the beginning, so, oh, like the community is so important. So if I would have one advice is really try to find your community as, as quick as possible because that helps so tremendous. Alone, it's, it's really complicated. I tried alone, not really working. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing your experience. I'm excited. And for those of you who are listening to this right now, do make sure you Google or you go into Amazon and find Women Thrive, Inspiring True Stories of Women Overcoming Adversity, Volume 2. Make sure you get the Volume 2 to read Christelle's story. It's going to be amazing. I know that you'll be inspired not only by Christelle's story, but also all the other women. It was the first story I read was Christelle's. And actually, she was like, how am I going to write this? The language barrier. And when she submitted her chapter to us, I said, this is perfect. This is actually perfect <laughs> and it's beautiful and it doesn't need editing. It's, it was brilliant. <laughs> but that, that's really interesting. Because at the moment I pressed the button, I was like, oh my God. So maybe it's great. Maybe it's so crap. I had really no idea. And that is really like going outside of the comfort zone. You have no idea. So, okay, I give the thing, but maybe you are going to write me. No, you have to rewrite everything because it's, it's not okay how it is. I had no clue. So I was really like, really. Yeah, no, it was, it was amazing. And uh, you should be so, so proud for stepping into your power to share your story. It's a beautiful story. There's many amazing other stories in the book. And you can connect with all the authors through yeah. this book. And I think, as you say, it's for every woman to realize that we all have different stories, different experiences, but yet there is still something that brings us all together and unites us. And I think in every story that you read, you'll find pieces of yourself within it, your own experiences and moments of reflection that will give you those aha moments, even if you aren't at that place in your own life. I think there's always a lesson in somebody else's story. So I think that's what this book is going to yeah, be right. And I believe what could be interesting as well for the people willing to do that is to look at their own stories 
because it's something that I do in my programs that helps us to understand what is important for us and what matters and where we feel engaged and usually comes from our stories. And that's one way to find our purpose, to look at our stories. Yeah, I agree. Well, Christelle, thank you so much for your insights and being on our podcast as well as sharing your story and the women through our book. And I can't wait to see you in Spain for the official book launch event, yeah. November 18th. And you're the pivotal person who said, can we just hug each other in person? That kind of initiated the seed for all of this to happen now in person as well. Yeah, that's crazy. Like one sentence and one week after, I was like, okay, <laughs> we have a plan. Yeah. yeah. I was like, let's do it. And sometimes I just need a seed of an idea for people to say, let's go. And I'm like, okay, let's go. <laughs> so easy. <laughs> Lovely to see you, Christelle, and I hope everyone listening to this podcast or watching this uh, have enjoyed uh, the conversation with Christelle Pilot. Do make sure you follow her on social media channels and her journey as an author, as a coach, a mentor. Do check out the Freedom Catcher Academy and connect with her. If you have felt inspired, motivated, maybe you have had some ideas for your own life's direction, please make sure you reach out to Christelle, send her a message and start that conversation. It's never too late and it's never too early. So good to see you, Grisel, and I look forward to seeing you in Spain next month. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you again Bye. on another episode. Take care for now. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams. <laughs>